We are talking about happiness. Is it something that's elusive for you? Are you already? Do you already have happiness? Or are you still striving toward happiness? What even is happiness? It's a word that's thrown out, uh, thrown around a lot today's day and age. Well, I spoke with an ha a happiness expert. There are those based in science. It's not just uh, uh, someone who says they're an expert, someone based in science uh, with a background in studying this kind of thing. Uh, and she had some tips about learning how to be happier both at work as a leader and also in your personal life. Check it out. Joining me today is Tia Graham. She is the founder of Arrive at Happy. She consults with major companies all around the world, helping uh, employees and leadership create happier workplaces. Uh, and we're talking about being happy in your personal life as well. She's written a book called Be a Happy Leader, Stop Feeling Overwhelmed, Thrive Personally, and Achieve Killer Business Results. Hey, Tia, how are you doing? Hi, good. I'm happy to be with you. Wonderful. Me too. And so you just got to Miami for something that I didn't know existed, the World Happiness Summit. Sounds yes. amazing. What is that? Yes. So the World Happiness Summit is a three-day experience with people who attend from around the globe. And there are speakers such as positive psychologists, neuroscientists, business leaders from all different types of industries and organizations speaking about the latest research on the science of happiness. And um, it didn't take place for a couple of years due to COVID. So everyone's really happy to be back together at the University of Miami. Yeah. So happiness uh, to me seems like something that can be very subjective. How do you, what, it, what is your definition of happiness? How does, how does one even define happiness? So happiness to me is a commitment to joy and purpose in your life. And it's also accepting life's peaks and valleys. There's no constant state of happiness. Uh, and so it's also about being resilient for when, for when there are those valleys, when you, when you go through challenges. Yeah. So you focus mostly on, uh, on, on happiness in a workplace setting, uh, yes. training, training uh, leaders to, to be happier leaders. So one of the questions I thought was interesting is, um, does good leadership lead to happiness or do you have to be happy first to be a good leader? Oh, great question. So the research shows that when leaders take care of their own well-being and show up positive and optimistic, of course, not toxic positivity where you're positive all the time, but where they are a, um, you know, they have that magnetic energy that people want to follow and that, that they're inspirational and motivational well, that that highly correlates to being a successful leader. So I would say, and I say this to all leaders is take care of your well-being and happiness first. Don't delay it. Don't wait, you know, until like until you get to this position or something and, and then you'll have it start now. And how easy is it to teach? How easy is this something to, to train leaders in places like in workplaces, you know, in a world where, you know, we, we are surrounded often by a lot of negative negativity and negative news, and it seems to be getting worse all the time. Is it something that is easily teachable? So I wouldn't say it's easily teachable, but there are proven frameworks and there's a lot of research and science behind this. So whether you're a leader or not, 
part of your happiness comes from your genetic history and also your life circumstances. But the research shows that a large majority of your happiness and well-being comes from your choices. So the latest research that comes out of universities such as Harvard and Yale and Berkeley and so on shows that proves that there are many choices you can make every single day in your personal life and while you're working that increase your happiness or do the opposite. So once people understand that so much of their own happiness is within their control, and then they learn the proven strategies and tactics. So I would say it might be easy to learn, but it's a lot of work, just like staying healthy. It's continuous work to have a, have a life where you are happy and content for the majority of the time. It takes continuous effort. Interesting. So it's a, even though it can be subjective, I guess, for different people, you know, your own happiness, it's just more of a strategy uh, to get to your, to your own personal happiness. Yes. Yes. And there are strategies for your physical health, your mental health, your intellectual health, your relational well-being, your emotional well-being, you know, human beings are complex and there's a lot of different aspects of our lives. But what I teach leaders is for one is this is a choice and this is something that you can choose to focus on and prioritize. And then here are a lot of different proven strategies and tactics on how you want to live and how you want to lead to be that happy and successful leader. Yeah. So what's the cost of unhappiness? If, you, if you're not able to get it, what does the, the research show about unhappiness? Oh, great question. So unhappiness affects our physical health. It can affect our longevity in our life. It negatively affects personal relationships and friendships as well. Everyone's talking about the great resignation, now the great hiring. If you have a disengaged, unhappy leader, you're going to turn over. Productivity is going to be lower. Sales are going to be lower. Customer service and then the satisfaction of your customers will be lower. Happiness, also, there's a lot of research that shows that when your mind is positive and optimistic, you're actually more creative and innovative. So a term uses for leaders is the happiness imperative. It is vital that you not only take care of yourself, but then be that positive force for your teams because it affects the business and you know it affects them as human beings as well. And how can this apply in your personal life too? I mean, not talking about work, but um, how can you apply this in your personal life with maybe parenting and just all the stresses that come with daily life? Oh my gosh, I'm glad you brought up parenting. I have two kids and that's where the most of my stress comes from is parenting. It's not work. So the science of happiness and adult neuroscience, all of this research applicable for your personal life and parenting, marriage, partnerships, you name it. There are as many benefits in the personal life as there are in the, in the work realm as well. And there's amazing research on the science of happiness for parents or for marriage, as I said. So I recommend everyone li uh, listening and who's interested to, to look into this because it can be transformative in all areas. So where, where do you start? Where would you suggest someone look into? I mean, you've written a book where, I mean, where is the best place for someone who kind of maybe wants to change their thinking? Where do you begin? So there's so many great resources. A couple that come to mind is you can take the Yale happiness class for free. So it's the positive psychology class. A lot of people have been taking it. 
over the past two years for obvious reasons. Also, Berkeley University has a fantastic newsletter for parents and as well as professionals out of the Greater Good Science Center. That's another great resource. And then I would, if you go onto Amazon or your, or your local bookstore, there are fantastic books on the science of happiness as well as happiness at work. And, you know, for, for someone that's sitting there going, okay, I'm not a leader, but I'm not really that happy right now. I know a lot of people are feeling that way. There's a great book by Dr. Annie McGee called How to Be Happy at Work. So I would say just start grabbing a couple books. And um, there's also fantastic TED Talks. That's another great resource. Okay, awesome. And would you, what would be your advice as far as maybe don't expect instant happiness, that this is kind of a, a journey, I would assume? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So there's, you know, you think about pleasure boosts that are instant and that make us feel good. Yeah. This is, if you think about um, a parallel I like to make is your heart health, right? If your heart is really unhealthy and you're really unhealthy, you can't expect to do exercise, eat a salad and you're going to be, you know, no, it's an ongoing process. It's a journey. And so give yourself self-compassion, understand that life has peaks and valleys, but that over time with effort and intention, you can increase your happiness day in, day out, just like you can increase your heart health. Awesome. It makes sense. So tell me just before we go, what are you most looking forward to here at the World Happiness Summit in Miami? What are you going to be doing? Oh, well, I'm extremely excited to listen to the 35 or so speakers and all of the different topics. I'm giving a keynote talk on Saturday called Be a Happy Leader, the same title as my book. And um, I'm also doing a uh, a session with the founder of the World Happiness Summit, Karen Guggenheim. We're doing a session on how to bring in well-being to your organization. So, but just just excited to also see a lot of friends and um, hear the new research as well. Yeah, so glad that we're all able to finally get back face to face and share some happiness. Tia Graham, thank you so much. The founder, arrive at Happy, and you can check out her book, Be a Happy Leader. Have a great time in Miami. Thanks, Tia. All right, our thanks to Tia Graham. And again, here is a look at her book, actually. Uh, Arriveathappy.com is her website if you want to check out her book. And then she mentioned, too, this course at Yale. It's free. You can take it through Coursera. It's called The Science of Well-Being. Again, a free course offered by Yale University. Uh, if you see, it's, it's hidden. Oh, there we go. Under uh, the uh, graphic here. Almost 4 million people have taken this course. It's hugely popular. Uh, and again, it's all free to learn kind of about the science of happiness and well-being. So some interesting stuff. I hope you found it interesting as well.